This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through, while giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to you all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log on to your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the Anxiety Chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, slash the Anxiety Chicks, and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinara. And I'm Taylor. And we are back. And we're excited to be back. And we're going to just like jump into our topic today in a little bit, of course, but we're going to always just touch base on what was been going on this week. Um, 
for me, I, I don't know. Let's start with you, Taylor, because for me, it's been a week. So how oh, are you? It's been a week as well. I almost canceled my trip. I don't know if you followed my stories at all, but I like posted like as I was like going, I posted like all my thoughts and I saved them to a highlight because I'm like, someone will come back to this. And even like I went back and read everything I posted and was like, wow, like I was so rational in that moment. So the night before our flight and like I've got I've even like talked myself through it. Like I went on those flights. Remember, like, yeah, even during the pandemic, I flew and I was just like, oh, it's easy. Like flying's easy. It wasn't even like about the flying. I don't even know what happened. And I haven't had like a true panic attack in like four to five years now. Yeah. And I literally felt like I lost control of my body. I didn't sleep for one second the night before. Our flight was at 8 a.m. I could not sleep. And my body was like oh, uncontrollably no. shivering. Like no. uncontrollably and I, at one point, tapped my husband and was like, I think we need to cancel the flight. Like, I cannot go. And so ended up going. And uh, yeah, well, it was just a lot. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Hold on. Rewind. So so tell me, how did you end up getting to the – how did you end up going and I feeling was like surviving? My so my dad agreed to drive us to the airport. Um, okay. So – the morning we drove my car over to their house and with our luggage in it and whatever. And I walk in to the house and I see my mom and I just start bawling my eyes out. And then my mom starts crying because she's like, I just want you to have fun. And like, I was like, I just don't feel like this is fun. Like I was like, I just feel like this is almost torture. Like I don't want to go. I just felt like, and then I just got to the point where I told myself, I was like, whatever. I was like, Oh my gosh, freak out. Like have a freak out. Like, act dramatic what what's gonna happen to you like you're not gonna die it's just gonna be absolutely torture but you'll get there and so i was just like i cannot do this like i thought of like what the pros and cons of canceling versus the pros and cons of going and i was just like canceling it would it would like hang on me forever going i have to face it like you have to sometimes and i kept saying my motto was like feel the fear and do it anyways and so i I don't know what this would i don't know why this one was so different. Like I did not have this kind of anxiety before flying to my friend's wedding, which was during the pandemic in remember, like that was even before the vaccine. It was like, I didn't have that kind of anxiety and I don't know what it was. Maybe something I did learn is like a week vacation is not good for me. I need about like four days after four days. I'm like, I've got to get home. Yes. Well, wait, that's really good that you know that, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that maybe that's like your threshold is like a couple days. So then I'm in, uh, we so we did like the whole Pacific Coast from San Diego to Los Angeles. So I'm in Santa Monica. First of all, hate Santa Monica. Do not go, guys. I can tell you all the places to go in California. Don't go to Santa Monica. Wait, why? Oh my gosh, post pandemic, it is run down and it is like homeless central. It is disgusting. I had a, we had the worst time in Santa Monica. It was like horrible. Wait, that's uh, crazy. Isn't yeah. that known as like isn't no. isn't Santa Monica? No. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, I mean I don't it's know like known. It's LA. No, like the Santa Monica Pier is like known in like movies and stuff, but like Venice Beach, it's like homeless central. Oh and my like just gosh! Disgusting. So we're in Santa Monica, and my husband's mom calls, and she's on speaker, and she was like. Oh my gosh, I just heard like the Delta variant is like spreading like wildfire in Los Angeles and they're going into mandatory mask mandate. So when we're there, 
They're going into mandatory mask mandate. Wow. This is like <laughs> cherry on top for you. Allison, like, I'm like, get, I literally called my mom and I go, get me out of here. <laughs> and it was like, it was like the masses of people. Like, like, first of all, we were in a pandemic, right? Like we weren't around a ton of people. And then all of a sudden I'm thrown into Los Angeles. I literally felt like COVID was just in the air. And then they're oh like all these breakthrough cases with the vaccine. And I'm just like, I got to go. Like, I got to get out of here. I was like, I, wait I, a I second. So, so the whole morning and the night before with travel and all that stuff, did you start realizing like when you were going that a lot of your anxiety was because you were scared of like COVID and stuff still? No, or, no. Oh, okay. What, what was, what was it just like the, the flying and being scared of flying? So I'm, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that like the past flights I've taken. So I have not been on like a true vacation without a plan. Like, so we oh. went to Louisiana for a wedding. We went to uh, San Francisco <sighs> for family we went to montana for family like we were meeting up with people like it, there was a plan like a reason we had to be there oh. and so this vacation was just very much so like we're going to have fun like it's like, right but you wanted so, you wanted some structure like you wanted to know maybe what what you were going to be doing yeah yeah maybe it was just like we didn't i wasn't distracted by a plan of like we're meeting up with these people it was just like my husband and i like okay like you know and then also, you know, you see all that stuff on the news right now, and I don't recommend anyone with anxiety traveling. Wait till kids go back to school because it's just like the airports are ridiculous. Yeah, I heard, I heard it's, it's so it's, ridiculous. Yeah, I heard it's not Ugh. fun at any no, airport. Not I heard, fun. I heard JFK. Someone it. just posted about JFK being like the worst for international travel right now. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure because you're that's the airport none of people. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. If you can, I would just wait till kids go back to school because I feel like everybody's like post pandemic, let's travel. One hundred percent. Yeah. It's the we waited in like the security line on the way home for I swear an hour and it was hot. And it was just like I was like, I gotta get out of here. Like it, I was ready. So then we get through the gate on our way home and our flights delayed like two and a half hours. They go, We don't have a pilot. I'm like by the grace of God, I will make it home. <laughs> and we're you know, sitting there and this there's this like three couples that are by us and they looked, they just looked so worn out and you um, overhear them talking. And then I got into their conversation because they had had to sleep at the airport because their, their flight was so delayed. They ended up missing their connecting flight and they had literally been at the airport for 24 hours. I was just like, no, oh, I'm not gosh. even kidding. Like it is. What what you're describing is it's like pure torture. No, yeah. no, it's actually what you're describing is what I I what has caused my travel anxiety even before the pandemic about airports yes. and flying. Yes. Like yes. that is always what I envisioned in my mind of like what literally would send me into a spiral is the airport just like that. Yeah, like I which is probably why I love road trips. So yeah, if I I, I agree, like just go on a road trip wherever you are around your go country. on a road trip. Wait I for love this road whole trips. go you know. Oh, wait do for something this whole fun. like craze of like I heard. Do not go to Florida right now. I heard everybody's traveling there. All these little Who families. Who wants to go to Florida right now? It's like 110 degrees in Florida. I, this just is tons not of like families. I don't know. Uh, well, so, I'm so happy you made it. I did see. I did see some of your stories about some of the stuff that you were doing while you were there for like self care and healing, like taking yeah, walks and so, going. Yeah, I did. 
I did, um, I started to get better and I was like sharing that with people. Like, cause I yeah. did share in the beginning, the extreme anxiety. I was like, guys, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah. And so then after that, I was like, uh, sharing you know like i'm i'm glad i faced the fear i'm glad yeah. i felt it and went like i'm very thankful but then by like day five when we got to santa monica i was like get me the heck out of here called my mom i was crying i was like i literally just want to change my flight like this isn't even fun to me anymore right because it was just like everybody was freaking out and then this other thing is they're like mandatory mask mandate uh but not into effect until saturday at 11 59 p.m and I'm like, what? What? Ooh, so like we can, decided no, that no one can get it on Friday or Saturday. Right. Only at only at Saturday at 11:59 p.m. So then I'm just like, whatever. Like, yeah. Like I'm. This over place though. is disgusting. Mm-hmm. As in, like, just I just feel like everybody's there. It just felt ugh, overpopulated. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be here. Oh my god, I like, I don't want to be famous. Heck no. If that's no. what fame is, they live a horrible life. Are you kidding me? Exactly. No. No, no, no. So wait, what day did you actually come home? Uh, Sunday. Oh, so Sunday. So you made it. Okay. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> you made it. And it maybe even had a little bit of fun, right? Yeah. But it's just like all this but- news about this Delta variant and they know nothing about it and just so much stuff. I'm just like, I do not right, want well, to stop travel. watching the news. Stop watching the news. <laughs> Stop um, reading about, uh, literally. I, I mean, you're talking about this so much. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, I do. I know what the Delta variant is. But I literally set so much boundaries on the news that I watch, and I, I know how to stay informed. I think informed. it's because I was in L.A. Oh, okay. So you yeah. Have to know. Okay. Well. It was stop. everywhere. Like, as in, like, the talk of it. Because they were going back in. Like, everybody vaccinated and unvaxxed must wear masks. Okay, but why is why is it anyway? Let's not get into that. Um, well, you're back and you're safe. Yes, yes. And I'm very happy you made it, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> and you should feel proud of yourself. You did I'm it. Proud of myself, but I now I know, and everybody should know. Nobody needs a week of vacation. I know. I mean, listen. Some people love. Some people can do. Here's the thing. I feel like I could do. You're right. I feel like I couldn't do more than without like actually having something to do. Yeah. Like I'm definitely someone who can't, I would go to the beach and be fine. I would like, I, I love vacations where it's, it is relaxing where we can just go to the beach or, you know, and it's not like, Oh, I have to wake up at 7am to do this. Like that's mm-hmm. not fun for me either, but I love that flexibility. But I also love knowing that I'm not just like, I actually am going to be look, learning some history or, I don't know, maybe like exploring a couple things, but yeah. nothing yeah. like too intense. I can't have like anything like intense where it's like itinerary, itinerary. Right, I don't know. right. I don't know. I just feel like after four days, it's like I just wanted my routine and like my house right. and my, you know, I just wanted to be in my space. And, yeah, and you're, after you're a while, bed. you're just like, ah, oh, I can only lay at the beach for so long. I know that sounds crazy. No, that's but it's true. Ah, uh, it's just, it is it's beautiful, but it's like, even like cost wise, I don't feel like anyone needs to do seven days. It's just after no, a while. It's true. It's true. Well, I'd be curious to hear from people about what their like worst vacation experience is. 
yeah have been oh i think i think it was just like i think it was because so we did san diego and laguna beach and like newport and that area was just like everybody was like so safe and just like calm people you didn't see a lot of homeless and like crazy people i mean in santa monica i literally had someone i was drinking a starbucks and a guy came up to me and goes are you gonna finish your drink because i'm so dehydrated first of all sir this coffee is not gonna hydrate you second of all (laughs) second of all what like what in the world and like everywhere we went like we went to this other stand and this guy was like buy me a piece of pizza piece of pizza please and i was just like they and then like we tried to lay out on the beach in santa monica and literally seven people came up to us to buy stuff i was just like this isn't even peaceful so so, okay wait and this actually this actually brings me to something that could be a really good episode talking about vacation anxiety because i did a reel like two weeks ago about how when i went to florida that whole Uh thing with florida and how I have all these videos of me, you know, like by the pool and stuff, but I literally was having like panic attacks every day and couldn't even enjoy the beach. And my body, my stomach was so like in knots. And Mm -hmm. I posted this reel just saying, you know, I look like I'm having a good time, but honestly, I had the worst time. I couldn't even feel joy at all. And it was one of my top reels that I've done because everybody was like, oh my gosh, I get like this too when I go away. And and not even like the flight stuff. It's that's anxiety too. But like you almost can't even enjoy your yeah. vacation because wow, your anxiety so is so crippling. I literally looked at my husband at one point. I was like, I don't know why I just feel so depressed. Yeah. I was like, I can't even put my finger on it. I was like, God, this is like the most beautiful view. Totally. It's like, I don't feel joy. It's like, what's exactly. wrong with me? And it's like, like, is that ungrateful? And then I'm like, no, I think it's just hard for people with anxiety to let loose. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And and then I also, well, I mean, also with me, I when I was um, on this past vacation, I felt very like isolated. I was by myself. Like my f- sister's family was there, but they were all off doing stuff. And I just felt mm-hmm. so alone in what I was going through. Yeah. I could not wait to get home. Like I literally was going to leave early and we had, I had driven. So I could have left yeah. at any time. Right. But I was just How like- How long was that drive? I did it over three days there and back. Did you like that? I love driving. I, I love too, it. I do too, but I've it, never gone that long. It would have been nice to have someone with me in the car, but I listened to a bunch of audiobooks and yeah. music. So how um, many hours did you do a day? Like seven. Seven a eight. day? Seven, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Maybe like seven to both days and then six the one days. Um, but that wow. was the longest. I probably wouldn't do that again by myself, but – Definitely like driving. I've driven to Charleston from Philadelphia, and that's a really nice drive. And like I've driven up to Maine and the New England yeah. coast. Like that's beautiful. So anything I'm like a road trip, yeah. To do, yes. <laughs> Don't go on airplanes right now. If you live in the East Coast, drive up the the New England coast to Maine. It is the most beautiful. Yeah. I think I just read something where Canada is now letting people in in like uh-huh. a couple weeks. Yeah. So like. Drive up to Montreal, which is kind of where I hope I want to do soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about this enough, I guess. But we should do an episode <laughs> on vacation anxiety. I Absolutely, feel like that yeah, would be yeah. that would be wonderful. Um, but yeah, I. It's interesting that you had that experience. I've been sort of experiencing similar. I'm not on vacation, but I've just been having days. And if anyone's been seeing my stories, it's 
very similar. Like it would look like I was depressed on my stories because I was crying a lot, but I've just been having a really bad anxiety, a lot related to my dad and the uncertainty with what's going on with him. And yeah, what's going on? I thought he was doing better. I mean, I don't know. He's doing okay, but he's also having these like really like mental health concerns. He has these, he's always had these dreams that were really vivid, but now he's, he's having certain like, he's kind of paranoid about certain things. He's just confused. And it's been very, very hard to watch. Is he medicated for he says the so. hip? There's there's different medications. We're figuring it all out. There's all different okay. types of medications he's on. So we're figuring that all out. We're trying to establish like what he should be on and shouldn't be on. All this. So stuff. that happened to my grandpa, really? and they found out his yeah they found out his sodium levels were out of out of whack from the medications, and it made him like literally crazy. Like my grandpa was crazy. We were like, this is not my gr-. like. We were like, this is not him. Like we we went to visit him, and my mom was like, what is going on? And no one was like, because they don't know him. They yeah. don't know that that's not him. And they were just basically like, he's crazy. But his they found out the medications that they had put him on. Something happened with his sodium levels, and then once they took him off of it, he was back to normal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll look into that then. Thank you. Definitely. I- yeah. Well, I mean, the medicine, the medications definitely we know have, there can be, you know, different responses to them. So we're looking into that. I've talked to like a neuropsych that I know, and we're going to try and get some testing done. So he's, he's, he's better. He's okay. I mean, we've been going every day. My mom's been going every day for long periods of time, but I think there's just been something lately for me that makes me pretty discouraged about him ever coming home I yeah think that's, I've noticed that about you yeah yeah and I think that's been the hardest I think because so, you like you saw it as oh it would just be this amount of time yeah and then it like got pushed and then they were like let's put him here and then you keep like and it, it, it's you're doing you're sacrificing a lot I mean you're always going and doing things and taking care and that's I, yeah, a lot but on I f- you I feel like I'm not doing enough a lot of times for him. Like I just was away for two days and I feel so bad. Like I wasn't there to see, like, I, like I came to see an old friend who visited. Um, but anyway, there's just, yeah, there's just a lot. I think if anyone knows about like taking care of someone or like yeah, people they love being sick or getting older, it's, I feel like everyone, there's just not, not enough stuff you feel like you could do. And especially if your loved one is not living with you, it's like, I don't like to know that he's I alone. Know. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't want him to be alone. So how how okay, so is he he's in that you told me he started the intensive physical therapy, right? Well, so I that's another thing. It's he was back in the hospital for a couple of days because he fell again in his whatever. Oh, I think I talked about this yeah. last time. I don't know. Yeah. Um so I don't know the PT schedule now, but I think he did have it once last week and I just we again like the communication is so bad. It's I know, like we have to stay on top of it so much, and is it's just like so a lot sad? to stay on top of. And so now is it's that like, not so sad? It's really annoying. Yeah. So I did a rotation in uh, long term care and short term care with like uh, rehabilitation, and it broke my heart to see if you didn't have family continually coming up there and advocating for your patient, they got neglected. Like their their PT schedules were all messed up. And then because they get paid for insurance each day longer that the person stays. So well, this 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 place is um 
this place is not insurance. It's private pay. Oh, my gosh. We're paying privately for this place. So the oh, communication needs to be – yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm like – you just like reminded me actually – and he can't advocate for himself at this moment. Because, like, I remember my grandpa, he couldn't voice that he was feeling a certain way because he just was out of it. My mom was up there every single I, – I remember, like, as a kid, I never saw my mom that much, like, during that time because she had to go up there every single day to – and she would – she – I remember one time she was yelling at the people there. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, you have to have a – you have to like advocate for yourself, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it is what, did what I it just is. Remind you, you just reminded me. That's why I was just sorry texting because we're supposed to have a meeting this Friday with another meeting just about this whole. I want to see the psych assessment they did. I want to yeah. see all of this stuff, and we're supposed to have a meeting. And like two days ago, there oh, we have to check. We just we have to make sure the time works. And I said, oh, I forgot, and I just wanted to text. Does eleven o'clock work this week? Yeah, because no one's getting back to me, and I don't they know. won't. They won't. So whatever. So I just triple checked, and now I'm gonna text them again. Something else after I'm done. But anyway, so that has been on my mind, and I just I'm more emotional about it than I was, I guess, in the beginning, because seeing him go through these like yeah. episodes is like traumatic. <laughs> it is, it if is, you've ever seen it's anyone, not, you it's love. not your dad. No, no, yeah. exactly. It's, it's not. not your dad. And, and um, you know, it's it, it it's just hard. And so, and then like. I'm just, you know, I have so much anxiety and like with what we're going to get into the anxiety yeah. of online dating in like Because you're going minutes. through that too. Because yes, because I'm going through that. And I, you know, I'm dating someone now, but we're still, it's still in like beginning and we're kind of like, you know, that again is that whole anxiety that I have about dating doesn't just go away. But as it gets to a point where we are kind of getting to know each other more, I'm getting I have more questions and you know things are uncertain that I want to like talk about right so figuring out what I talk about figuring out how to like approach certain conversations without my like whole fear of just like the person leaving me and right I, I have this kind of like belief about myself that I've been working on so much throughout my life is like feeling like I'm too much for people mm-hmm and so many of the relationships I've had, I be- I had used to believe, which I know I would just be so hard on myself because I thought that it ended because I was just too much. I would, you know, I'm emotional and I struggle with anxiety and I, a lot of people can't handle, I guess, the different responses to it. So I'm just really scared. Like this, he's going to find out like all like how I work and like how I am with things and then it's not going to work out. This is just something that replays in my head. Right. Every day. And that's just been louder a lot the last couple of days for me. Um, because I guess the more that I'm vulnerable and the more I get to know someone, then I just can't like be fake all the time, you know, and just pretend like everything's fine because right now everything's not fine. And not because right. it's him. It's just in my life. Not everything is great. I mean, I can have fun and stuff still, but there's, Things are hard right now. 
So it's kind of like that to him. No, no. I mean, yes, but not like in the way that I don't think he knows the extent of like how it affects me every day. Right. And also like figuring out like how I can get support from someone that I'm seeing about this because I need Mm -hmm. support. And I don't feel like I'm getting it, but I don't even know if he really, I don't think he knows that it's this He knows deep. how to support or if you even need support. Right. But like, I don't yeah. even think he knows like it's this deep right. with me. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, so I A don't know. hard so, stage to be like online dating, but also going through so much with your family. Yeah. Because you're like, I can't just like dive in with this guy. Hey, just so you know, like, <laughs> here's my life story. Right. Well, yeah. Well, and I, so here's the thing. Let's start talking. Let's talk about online dating from like the beginning because mm-hmm. obviously this is something I have a lot more experience with than you do <laughs> because you're married. Um, but I'm sure you have like friends and stuff that you Absolutely, know and yeah. things that people have told you about. Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and. The platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free, so hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone, and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So... It really is such a user-friendly platform, and the coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, too, and the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. Sorry, everyone. A little bit of technical difficulties. Um, whatever. Anyway, so we're talking about online dating. And what I was saying before was I want to get into like the early stages of online dating because like I said, you probably have friends and so I know you're married and so I'm sure you have friends and people that tell you all horror stories about it. Absolutely. I myself. Actually, um, wait, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't heard that many horror stories. Oh, really? Really? No. I I feel like if you're using the right app. So I feel like there's a huge thing with like knowing what apps to use. So like. My friends have definitely said, like, Tinder, you have some, like, creepier guys. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, wait. So, uh, yeah. let's get into this. Because, okay. uh, let's see. I've been online dating off and on for probably, like, 10 years. Or whatever. Whenever it started. <laughs> you guys, I've been dating my entire life. Um, but I will say the apps definitely have changed. So, also, I will the first, and I don't even know how old you were, but... The very, 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 very first online dating site was Match.com. I remember seeing my teacher on it. <laughs> like, I kid what you not, I, I was in fourth grade and I came home and <sighs> I was like, I remember my friend and I telling my mom, like, this lady, like, looks at guys all day long. 
And like she she barely taught. Like she just was on match.com all day long. This lady looks like guys all day long. Okay. Um, that's probably not the best thing that you knew that as about your teacher. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely what? not. Okay. Um, but no, I remember because match.com, I was like, this is so cool. But you know, back when Whenever that was, if you were in fourth grade, I mean, I was probably in my early 20s. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, who is going online to find a date? What? This is so weird. Really? I yeah, I remember thinking, like, judging it so bad. I mean, in my 20s, I was – I will not speak mean about myself, but I was not the best version of myself in my 20s. Okay. So it was all judgment stuff. I, I judged everything. And – um. I just remember like thinking to myself, who is doing that? And then um and then I was on it about six months later. <laughs> and and thinking, wow, this is so cool. I can't believe how many guys I'm meeting. I was never always I was always the person too. When I went out to bars and stuff, I hardly ever got hit on. No, I would get hit on, but I just had no game. I didn't know I didn't really like who I was. I really low self-esteem. I just it was not the person going out and being like, yeah. Let's just like meet a guy tonight. Um, then I would get actually really drunk and I'd meet lots of guys. So that was all my insecurities because I had to drink in order to think I was worth something or I was pretty hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but so when so when the online match.com started happening and all that, it was like, oh my gosh, all these guys are interested in me. This is so cool. And match, you know, match was you had to pay for and it was a pretty like long profile. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, these guys are really serious. So that way, way too serious for me. I was not ready. Like if there was a Tinder back when I was in my 20s. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad there wasn't because I don't even know how I would. <laughs> I'd be like <laughs> swiping. Right. And just having like a date every night. I feel like that's who I was back then. Um <laughs> And that's totally fine if you do that. I mean, do you? I think it's great. Wait, so I, so back then you didn't anyway. have like anxiety about meeting up with someone? Okay. Back then I had severe anxiety, but I masked it with drinking. But like the idea of meeting, you said you would be like, you would have if Tinder was in, you would have gone on a date every day. Yeah, I probably would have gone and been drunk every day. But was, like me, the thought of meeting up with them didn't make you anxious? Um, it, it did, but I always knew it, it made me anxious, but I'd always be drinking. So that, that helped like relieve my anxiety in the moment. It was totally unhealthy. I mean, I was numbing everything I was going through. I was so insecure with myself, but it almost, it almost was like the, and this probably still happens for some people, but it's almost like the, you have low self-esteem. And so the amount of people that are matching with you it almost gives you that like high oh yeah yeah i bet you know like oh okay well john i was just talking to for like a week and was so cute i was so excited to meet up with him Ugh, now he dropped off the face of the earth but you know what brian and steve they just matched with me and they're really cute so that's fine so it's almost like you know yeah. this this high but like superficially because back then I don't know why I was on match because I wasn't looking for a relationship, hmm. right? I like kind of told myself I was, but I, deep down now that I think about it, I wasn't looking for a relationship. So, you know, it was so much. Maybe like you were trying to, since you said you were so insecure, you were trying to get self-worth through 100%. wanting you. That's like, exactly. Just the idea. 
100%. So like, I would say now anyone listening to this, if you relate to that, that you feel like you judge yourself or you don't really have a lot of self-worth or you are hard on yourself about who you are, the way you look, or you just really you just don't know who you are and you're on the dating apps, like ask yourself that question why you're on them. Is it, do you want to just have fun? Then have fun. Cool. It's very, very hard for women to just go out and have fun, quote unquote, as far as like sexually, because when we're sexual with a guy, biologically, our chemicals that are released, like, you know, our oxytocin makes us connected to men. Mm-hmm. And we're speaking like heteronormatively with men and women right now, but for for any type of LGBTQA, any kind of sexual orientation or gender, um, you know, we do have certain chemicals that connect us to each other when we're physically intimate. But um, but I will say that yeah, it's it's like a slippery slope when you really feel like, and I think that's where the anxiety comes in now for me. Still, is I'm still working on loving who I am. I think I know what I want a lot more. And so because I know what I'm looking for and it is a relationship, I will say like Tinder doesn't really work for me. I'm on it. But it is very much – I feel like I meet a lot more people who are not serious on Tinder. I heard it's like – I heard like Tinder is like hookup culture. Well, and that's what a lot of people have told me recently, too. And I kept thinking, oh, my gosh. Okay, this makes sense now why I am getting very interesting messages from guys on Tinder that are. (laughs) And I also heard that Tinder is easier to catfish because you don't have to verify your identity. Whereas like Hinge, you have to like verify your identity. Did not know that. But I definitely know that about Hinge. I didn't know about Tinder. Everyone says Hinge is the one where I think you have to put in like certain information to verify your identity and it's the most secure. So this is actually from like a cop. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. They told, I forgot which of my friends told me this, but she was like, yeah, I was on Bumble. And I think Bumble, you have to like take a selfie, like a picture of yourself to get. Okay. But Hinge, you have to like prove your identity. Okay. I'm on Hinge and I don't remember that, but maybe I did. Supposedly, it's the most secure. Okay. Oh, you know what? It pro- that makes sense. It makes sense because I will say the three the three that I am on, Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. Okay. I not okay. I'm not like. I will say I'm not really actively on them at the moment because I'm, you know, kind of like. Anyway, so I'm not actively using them at the moment, but um, I will say when I I was actively on them, those three, Tinder, I don't know why I was still like, I don't know why I continue to use it because it is sort of like hookup, I feel like, but Bumble, Hinge has more like information. Yeah. You can put like a profile, you can put a profile and, and and you can kind of like narrow down a little bit more of what you're looking for more than Bumble. Right. You can pay for all of these too, by the way. They're free, but you can also pay for all of them. And then you get way more options if you pay. Um, but then know. there's like some that you you can like oh, – it's only a premium pay. So then you feel like you're with people if they're paying – 
you just it's more of a like an idea of like if we're all paying you wouldn't think a catfish would pay so like yeah so like a match.com or an eHarmony no there's like new ones that are even like i think one is like you could like farmers only you have to you have to approve your <laughs> farmers uh, no there's like a, a luxury one like a rich people oh one. yeah 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 um well there's raya which is for all the celebrities yeah. okay raya but then there's something else yeah wait no there is because i applied for it and i was like a hundred thousand the list on the, it was like a hundred thousand people in front of me that they <laughs> He put you on a waiting list. And I was Shush. like number like 100,050. I was like, okay, I guess that's Okay, because I, I know this because we have this friend who um, she got divorced and then she started dating. And so she like did a whole like blog post on uh, dating like at her age because she's 40, 48, 47 maybe. Okay. And so like it was like starting all over again. She has four kids and – Yada yada yada, and she reviewed all of the dating apps. I'm trying to pull it up, but you can keep talking while I pull it up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, I would want to hear this. Yeah. I know she she like talked about so many I've never heard of. Well, so I think I think like you know obviously everyone's different with the anxiety they have related to dating in general or, or online dating, but I will say one of the things that I started doing that I think maybe a lot of listeners will probably be in their car or wherever they are going. What? Why do you ask for that? But I literally asked to have a video date and now in the in the age of the pandemic i feel like more people were open to that but there's some reason there's for some reason either having a video chat before you meet up or talking on the phone what what is wrong why, why are people so scared of talking on the phone okay wait like I'm, the like, I'm like that what, what, what I'm is like this that. okay tell I, me I am what that. this is because i was that so, is so that is just like breaking a wall of anxiety that like the, I mean, you're you're good at that stuff, though. Like, but for me, and I feel like my generation, we're such a texting generation. I know, I know. Anytime we can text, we want to text. So, okay, I want to like go through this though. I feel like helping the anxiety of online dating is by step one finding an app that you know is credible and starting there. Okay, when you I say like that. okay, I so like here that. here's the thing. So I found it, and they said Tinder, the hookup app. So I mean, if that's what you want, then. Yes. Hinge, very popular for 20s and 30s. So this lady said she got hit on by a lot of 20 and 30-year-old guys. Interesting. And she's 47? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some guys like that. So, But she wasn't looking for a 20 and 30-year-old man. So No, that's crazy. The women make the first move, and you get 24 hours to make the move, or you're unmatched. Catfish levels are low because Bumble will face match your profile with the selfie to guarantee that the pictures are actually you. Uh, She said she didn't find this app uh, nearly as much chatty, flirty as Hinge. So not as much flirtiness as Hinge. 
Interesting. Uh, and she didn't find as many matches that she was actually excited about. She talked to one guy. She met for a couple weeks. They had, like, mutual friends. Blah, 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 blah. And then she posted something called an app called The League. The Dating- League. That's it. Dating intelligently. So you have to actually apply to become a member. The league aims to find the best of the best and only accepts around 20 to 30%. Uh, She said, I didn't love that I could only see three profiles a day, but I still had good luck there. So she met a CEO of a company on this app, Uh, but he was a douche. (laughs) So, (laughs) and then there's one called Luxie. So this is an app for the rich and beautiful. Your profile has to be voted in to become a a member. If you get an over 50% approval rating, you're in. That sounds so horrible. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. What? Like, rich and beautiful? Who's who's standards? I guess the people on the app vote. You in? Well, right. So I would love. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone on that app is finding true love because no. all they care about <laughs> is rich and beautiful. Yeah. People. So then there's like, elite singles. So she yeah, said, I never, I never got into this one, and also deleted it quickly. I I got sent a lot of smiles and didn't really like the format. Uh, the only message I ac- I actually received was, "How are you?" <laughs> Here's so. the interesting thing. I I forgot that about Bumble. I forgot that it's women that reach out to men. I forgot about that. And now that you reminded me, it's like, oh, right. Like the guy I'm seeing, I met him on Bumble. And I'm like. Yeah, she had the most luck on Bumble at her age. But I'm thinking so I'm, to myself. I'm thinking maybe Hinge isn't for older? No, I met I met the other guy on Hinge that I was well, with. Well. <laughs> but that didn't work out. Um, but no, I no, I, I like them both equally. But I do okay. think it's interesting that I, I would be so curious what type of guy is on Bumble because they know that the women has to reach out to them. Right. Like, I don't know how I feel about that because – Why is there an app that – the women has to reach out, but there's not an app that the guy has to reach out first. I, I we need the science on this because I know I have, I know. I have so many assumptions in my brain, but I'm not going to say them. <laughs> but also but, with Bumble, like I feel like I don't know with Bumble, do they have an option of other genders and like sexual orientations? It's not just men to women. Oh, now I'm thinking that's about that. Weird. That's weird. You know what I mean? That's kind yeah, of like, what that's it's, crappy. Ooh, that is weird. So ooh. I'm curious. I don't know. Anyone uh, email us or DM me I, about I, that I if you're if LGBTQ plus because, and, yeah. and use Bumble or whatever. Because I know there are specific apps too for that community for LGBTQ, right? Yeah, but they should be like Grinder every app. No, of course. I agree. Wait, that's and so they weird. And they are on different apps. Because but... if you were ni- non-binary, who? Exactly. And normally nowadays, wait, wait, wait. Normally nowadays when you pick gender, you can say you don't want to disclose. So then, oh my gosh. I wonder if that, if that's also anxiety provoking, right? You know, like that type of, that's for it. And yeah. And trying. So yeah, but I think. open to all. 
you know, like if you're open to anyone, why, who's, who speaks first on that? Right. App? Right. Exactly. Wow. Um, but I will say I really do. I like that. So the first step is, yeah, picking, uh, picking an app or p- picking the type of site that you feel like you trust. Right. Right. Um, I would say also like up there with before picking the app that you should know what you're looking for out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you looking for? Are you wanting to be in a relationship? Like, do you want that? Are you looking to just kind of have fun? Maybe you're, I mean, I've seen this too. And again, I'm no judgment to all lifestyles. Like, are you a couple that like is looking for someone else to like, I don't know, are you polyamorous? Are you, you know, what are you like looking for out of this? And, and I would say putting that in your, like descripting that in your bio. Yes. Yeah. So that like people know and you don't get your hopes up by matching with someone and then them being like, this isn't what I want. And it's like, well, you saw that in my bio. Yeah. It'll save you a lot of time and energy, especially and anxiety. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, I can tell you firsthand, I feel like I learn more and more about what I want just by ruling guys Dating. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by knowing what I don't want as I date. Um, which maybe a lot of people do, but being able to really focus on yourself and also like really we talked a lot about like your self-worth, trying to like work on loving who you are and also living your life a little bit. I mean, listen, I'm going to be 41 next week and – Next week? How's it I, been a year? I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. I still remember my 40th birthday. Like it was yesterday. I know. I'm just like, what? Oh Another God. year? Okay. Um, but never like don't settle. Yeah. Don't settle. Okay. Being alone is really not that bad. It's actually liberating. And guess what? Statistically, the older you get when you get married, the le- more likely you are to stay married. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're you know what you want and you're exactly. Like- you're going to meet someone after dating people that you're like, eh, nope. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and this is research-based. There's there's studies that have gone out that, you know, the older that you are and Absolutely. the older that when you get married, the more likely the marriage will last. Um, so, yeah. So I think, you know, just a lot of – and then you were talking about, which I think we could tap into for a couple minutes, when is the right time to meet someone in person? Like IRL. See, that, that's what would freak me out. I think I would match with a lot of people and like maybe like text a lot. And then when it came to like meeting up with the person, I would bail. So what is that that you feel like you would be anxious about? That's so uncomfortable for me. Like, oh my gosh. That is so awkward. Ah! Wait! I'm like, what's oh, awkward? Just like, meeting someone what? new? Yeah. And then like showing up and being like, Hi, like, what do you talk about? Ah, no. <laughs> well, you also no. haven't had to, you haven't dated in how long? I mean, you know. Yeah, that's true. It probably would just be such a different experience for you. You'd be like, oh, what's going on? I've been doing it for so long, and I'm just like, what? Because I could but come I and bet- date in like a half hour and be fine. Like, real okay, but I feel like there are a lot of people like me though who like maybe no. don't ever or have an issue. Their struggle with dating is actually meeting up with the person. So here's what I think is the hardest part about that. In real life, I think people, I think you you struggle with the uncomfortable feeling of not knowing someone, right? And you want to you wanna be your best self, but like you also want to be yourself. But is your best self yourself? Not all the time. 
you know like okay, wait, wait wait and i'm also i'm also too nice so like i wouldn't know like <laughs> if they're like yeah we should do this again it's like yeah i'm like you're like 12 nah. months in and you're still dating this person you're like i don't even like them how about how about if you were on the date and you were not feeling him at all but you were like okay i'm ready to go and he tries to kiss you ah <laughs> that's torture how about that turn around and sprint <laughs> that- Wait, i just had a good tip okay maybe the maybe if you're like me the first date scheduling a group date well so actually hinge used to be that what? hinge used to actually be that uh, if i'm remembering right correct How? me if i'm wrong you guys but hinge i want to say like 10 i don't know maybe 10 years ago or something i hinge or some other type of website was group dates you connect with each other through friends on facebook and then you basically what? no 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 because i did it once and then i you connect with someone and then they get two friends and you get two friends and you guys meet up in a group that was one of the dating wow. i thought that was what hinge was back in the day i mean i don't know but that sounds amazing and, Why and it was it? um i don't know maybe they still have something like that now I think that would be good for me. Like if it was like I even like my friend and her husband or something. Like yes. going with them, it just they, way more comfortable. Like if he's weird, we can just us three leave. It's like yeah, they had something like that, and I'm yes, I for it's it's left my mind, but they did, and hmm. I don't know if they still have it, but yeah, that's true. I think a lot of people probably would be more comfortable with groups and stuff. Yeah, um, I, I I get that, but. Yeah, let me tell you, the amount of times I was on dates and <laughs> I would either. I always I always do the, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much. And then I just walk right away. I don't like give it any time. When I know, <laughs> when I know I don't want to, I'm and like, okay, oh my God, I can't do that. <laughs> here's the thing that though, though, like you do have to kind of be a little assertive and you have to know going into a date. I don't want to, like, maybe you just, for me, the last times I've been dating, I knew I was not going to kiss anyone on the first day. I just didn't want to. I was on a different type of schedule in my brain of dating. And even if I thought he was cute or whatever, I wasn't going to kiss him. I just wasn't going to do that yet. And so I just knew that. And it came easy for me to say, you know, okay, I had such a nice time. I'd like to do this again. And um, we'd hug or whatever, but I just walked away. And maybe I think there were a couple of times maybe they tried, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I don't kiss. I don't kiss on the first date. I'm sorry, but I'd really like to see you again. And I just said that. Yeah. And maybe maybe that sounds old fashioned to some people, but I am 41, so I remember. You know, back in the day. Um, and you know, it's fine. Maybe it's a right. little awkward, but it's okay when things are awkward. Who cares? Because, like, you have to also remind yourself, like, they're doing this, too. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Being – the thing is, when it comes to, like, whatever with dating and meeting someone online, anxiety and excitement, those emotions, the same thing – there's very similar responses we have to both emotions in our body when we're anxious or when we're we're excited. Right. They're very – the same things in our body happen, right? And so we might be feeling like anxious. Of course, our mind may be spiraling about some things. But you have to remember that maybe you're kind of excited too. Right. 
right? Like this is, it should be like fun. Try not to have so many expectations about this person, right? You know, maybe even if you've been talking to them for four weeks on text, you still do not know this person. You have never met them yet or meeting them for the first time. Try to lower your expectations and remind yourself that you're just going to have fun. Be yourself as much as you can. And if you're ready to leave, you're allowed to leave. If you don't want to kiss the person, you don't have to kiss the person. If you are having a great time and maybe you want to get another drink, you can do that too. That's the best thing my therapist ever said to me was like, there are no rules. Society tries to establish all these rules. Yes. And honestly, when you like someone, there's no rules. Just enjoy the person and get to know them. Right. If you want to sleep with them, sleep with them. Who cares? Just be safe. Have you ever just gotten up and left? I feel like I was close to doing that. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I would have done it except except I texted my friend to come save me and she came to the bar and then he got up and left. Oh, that's smart. This happened recently. I think I talked about it. Yeah, I think I talked about it. The guy that was – oh, he was terrible. And Wait, you did? Wait, wait. Was this one drinking? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, yes. And yes. he just kept talking about, you know, just like a lot of issues that I did not agree with. Yeah, and you were like, ah. He was so rude and terrible. He was like, had a huge ego. And yeah, my friend came. Okay. But, and I That's was like, smart. Bye, see you later. And then I just ignored him and he just left. But he also, he paid. So thanks. But um, thanks, bud. <laughs> Anyway, so I think that that's probably the best thing to do is to just know what you want and don't be afraid to go have fun. And, yeah. you know, online dating, you do – it's it's very hard to weed out a lot of the people. There are a lot of freaks, right? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, so how everyone do you, likes how do you their different that? things. But for me, um, I, I – okay, actually – do you know what I read one time? That one of the best, and I tried this for like 10 guys in a row. The initial message that you send a, a guy, well, see, I'm talking heteronormatively, but okay, a guy or a girl, whatever. But this was for a girl to a guy, a girl message a guy. The, a woman said, okay, ask them, ask them a question, truth or dare. And if they answer truth, the question, ask them, when's the last time you cried? And if they say dare, you say, I dare you to tell me the last time you cried. <laughs> and for some reason, the like response back from guys will let you know their like personality type or something. And it what? actually worked. It actually really? worked a little. It actually worked a little bit when I was doing it. Cause some some of the guys that would respond back, like, oh my God, I don't cry. What are you talking about? That is what that's for like crying's for the week or uh, you know like i don't do that what are you talking about oh my gosh or or that's not a dare what i knew in my mind okay first of all i cry all the time so they're gonna have to me. feel comfortable with crying yeah. yeah and why is it so bad that a guy cries everyone right. cries i think right. that's actually amazing and i like right. sensitive men so whatever so that weeded out a couple for me and um <laughs> And then, like, then if someone answered, I got some men that were so nice telling me, well, you know what? I actually, my mom died a year ago and it was her, you know, birthday the other day. And I just felt like it was, 
you know, it was a hard day for me. So I cried and I was like, oh my God, what a sweet man. I know. It's just interesting. So I'd be interested. You guys try that. Let us know if you, but um, I don't know if that weeds out anything, but I will say, I think there's certain questions that you can ask that you shouldn't be afraid to ask before you meet men or women or non-binary, whatever gender, social, sexual orientation. There are questions that you can ask each other that will help you dive a little deeper into the type of person they are before you meet them. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. Or maybe you're someone that's just like, oh my gosh, I hate texting so much. I just want to meet this person tomorrow. All right, do that too. But it'll be easier to weed people out. Another thing I will say is you want to weed them out before you meet them in real life, video chat with them or chat with them on the phone. Yeah. Literally. I guess that's easier than going on a date. I mean, of course, you're in your, you're in your, I loved it because I was in my, my kid, wherever I was, I was on my couch. I just you put a little bit just hang up. I put a little makeup on, but like didn't really care. And we kind of both saw each other in our natural environments and right. it was sort of nice. And you could hang up if you wanted. Yeah. And I get a sense of the person's personality and I actually see them in real life. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I don't know. Right. So that would be my suggestions. And Whatever you do, try and find out who you are and love yourself for who you are and just be yourself because someone's going to fall in love with the you that you love. Okay? I think that came from Sex and the City. (laughs) (laughs) If you find someone to love the you that you love, well, that's just fabulous. That's the last line of the Sex and the City um, series. That's funny. So – that's all I have to say about that. Do you have anything else to <laughs> No, I'm just sitting here like soaking it in. Oh, you're like, what would it be like? Why that would be so you're like, thank God I'm married. I know. Sometimes I'm like, well, I wonder like if I could even if I would even make it in this world. <laughs> oh, you would. Oh, stop. You're adorable. Um, all right, guys. Well, we hope you like this episode. Please uh rate, review, and subscribe to our um pod. We'd love a review. That would be amazing. And um, we'll be back next week. Go yeah, ahead. Send some recommendations on podcast episodes you'd like to hear too. Yeah. DM us at the angel ang- the anxiety <laughs> chest. <laughs> at the bidi. <laughs> the anxiety ch- See, that's what <laughs> I would do on a date. I would show how about it. I gotta go. I feel like it's time for me to go. Home. Like, um, it's over. Bye. It's two over. minutes. Sorry, I'm stutter. It's not you. It's me. I gotta go. DM the anxiety chicks. DM us and let us know episodes you want. Okay. Yes. We're really, we're really listening to you guys these days. We really are. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as The Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out The Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them. 
Uh, it's a self-paced course, and if there's any struggle with finances, there's a payment plan available as well. So go to theanxietyhealingschool.com to check that out. And as always, go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about Taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with. Thanks, everyone. Happy healing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.